0: Loyalty to the family is rewarded, and impertinence is punished. Remember that, and you shall be very happy. This is Skyler Esna, and welcome back to Stories Retold, y'all. Welcome back to Stories Retold, this is your girl Skylar Resna, and our amazing story today was picked in honor of Hispanic heritage month, as well as Spooky Season. You like my nails? This is the closest I'm getting to pumpkin spice, y'all. I promise. This is the closest I'm going to get to pumpkin spice. But, back to our story. Today's story is Mexican Gothic by Silvia Moreno-Garcia. This is the very first horror book ever, ever, to be on the podcast. Um, Mainly because I don't like scary things, but it's Spooky Season. And I found this amazing book, so let's go for it. Why not? You know, what's the worst that could happen? We find out with this book. We're going to find out what happens. I hope you're ready. I'm ready. I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited to share it with you. I've already been through it, but I'm excited to share it with you. So go ahead and grab your snacks, grab your tea, and grab your bestie because here we go. Today's summary comes from Penguin Publishing House. Oh, that was very hard for me to say. Why? I don't know. After receiving a frantic letter from her newlywed cousin begging for someone to save her from a mysterious doom, Naomi Tobada? I'm trying, you guys. I need somebody with with the accent. You gotta say it right. You ain't... There it go. Taboada. Taboada. Okay, because I'm like, you... Taboada. No. Taboada. Okay. I'm very big, I wanna pronounce it right. Even if I don't get it right the first time, I really want to learn. Because if you have a name that is not what is considered quote unquote normal, that does not mean your name does not get to be pronounced correctly. You better get on me till I pronounce that name correctly because I'm gonna pronounce that name correctly. I'm gonna get it right. After receiving a frantic letter from her newlywed cousin, begging for someone to save her from a mysterious doom, Naomi Taboava heads to High Place, a distant house in the Mexican countryside. Naomi is also an unlikely rescuer. She is a glamorous debutante, and her chic gowns and perfect red lipstick are more suited for cocktail parties than amateur sleuthing. She is also tough and smart, and she is not afraid. Not afraid of her cousin's new husband, who is both menacing and alluring, not of his father, the ancient patriarch, who seems to be fascinated by Naomi, and not even the house itself, which begins to invade Naomi's dreams with visions of blood and doom. For there are many secrets behind the walls of high Place. The family's once colossal wealth and faded mining empire kept them from prying eyes. But Naomi digs deeper and she unearthed stories of violence and madness. Naomi, mesmerized by the terrifying yet seductive world of high place, may soon find it impossible to leave this enamic, I can't say that word, but enamic house behind. Hi everybody, Editor Monor here. Just wanted to let you know that that took about seven takes. Y'all, I'm going you something right now. Reading out loud is a challenge i don't care how long it's been reading out loud The challenge i'm really sorry i'm I'm sure i butchered a few words in there but my goodness that was hard all right look into these thought bubbles that's what i'm calling them when i have a thought Manoy, this is just for you do not put that in the pod so this is in the summary um but i want to warn you about the book if you plan on reading the book which should be everybody you all should plan on reading the book. But um this book does get a little gruesome. It uh I <laughs> have to close it to be like, wait a minute, wait a minute. It gets a little gruesome. So if you're squeamish, um I would suggest that uh you be advised as a reader, but not as a listener or a viewer. If you're watching me or you're listening to the podcast, you don't have to worry about me going into like vivid details because I can't even verbalize the things I've read because, oh my gosh. Uh, And I probably won't because that would probably spoil some of the book for you and I don't want to do that to you, you know? But for the listeners and viewers, this is a trigger warning. We'll be talking about death, suicide, abuse, sexual assault, rape, and incest. Viewer and listener discretion is advised, prepare yourself accordingly, but Again, I'm going to not traumatize all of you. I'm gonna do the very best I can to not trigger anyone to the point of scarring. And I'm really sorry if uh, if I do. But again, you we, we have a warning. I don't know how to properly say this, but guys, just uh, proceed with caution. There we go, we're gonna proceed with caution. So this book does not have a long lead in and neither will I. So we start this book and Naomi is coming home from a party with this guy. I don't know if it's her boyfriend, whatever, this guy. And she got called home by her dad. Her dad called the party and like, hey, send Naomi home, Naomi, come on home. So as a debutante, as a socialite, that don't look good, you know? But she gets home, she said, dad, what's going on? He said, I have something to tell you, but you can't tell anybody, not your mama, not your siblings, nobody. She said, "Okay, what's up?" He showed her a letter from her cousin Catalina. Catalina was the one who just got married. She got married to this Englishman, Englishman named Virgil Doyle. Now, Catalina, she's really close to this fam- to this side of her family because her parents died when she was really young and Naomi's family took her in. You know, they're ve- we're very close to Catalina. We love Catalina. She's like another daughter to us. We love Catalina. She's got married to Virgil Doyle, but we don't like this situation because the engagement was too short. Nobody knows this guy, and the family doesn't have money, Like, but Catalina got money. So we're just trying to figure out, this was real quick. This looks real shady. Mm, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. So Catalina writes this letter And she says, I think I'm being poisoned, I'm trapped, I'm having visions, and I need Naomi to come save me. Why she asked for Naomi to come save her? I don't know, because Naomi's like, I'm not really a a saving kind of person. Yeah, again, debutante, chic dresses, pink, uh, pink lipstick, red lipstick. We don't, there's no saving happening. Ain't no superhero look like me, you know? Naomi's father wrote back to Virgil. Like, I got the letter from Catalina, what's going on? Virgil's like, oh no, she's fine. She's just, you know, sick. But it's all under control. We have a doctor, it's fine. It's fine. Who's gonna believe that? Who? Look, so Naomi's dad does not like Virgil for obvious reasons. So he wants Naomi to go and assess the situation. He claims that Naomi is stubborn and flighty and she used some of those skills uh, for good instead of chasing hobbies, studies, and boyfriends. I mean, my personal opinion, sis, you 22, you got daddy's money. Have fun. You're 22. But I digress. Different time. I'm not gonna, yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm just saying, you know, if you got it, go off. But so the top it all off. Naomi's father said, if she goes and does this, he will um, let her go to the national university to get her master's in anthropology when she finishes her bachelor's in anthropology. So, again, this is a period piece. It's I forgot, maybe think it's the '50s. I think, and you know, women in schooling. It's a touchy subject. It's a little touchy subject, but you have to have your father's approval as a woman to go to the national university and get her master. When she finishes her bachelor's, which she's very passionate about, she can go get her master's in anthropology, what she really wanted. You know, he thinks that's a really good motivator, a motivator for her, but for her, she really just wanted to prove herself to her father. You know, I don't want, you don't want your dad to think less of you Especially if you love your dad, you don't want your dad to think less of you. So she's like, I'm going to go do this and prove this to my dad. So this is a very coming of age moment. I'm excited. So she goes off to her cousin's house where the summary already said we're on a the side of a mountain. Okay? So Naomi's never been there before. She's never left the city. So now she's in this countryside. She's looking at the world as it goes by on the trains. Beautiful. It's wonderful. And then when she gets there, she sees the man that Virgil sent to come pick her up. Now, she's met Virgil before at the wedding, and she knew this man she was looking at was not Virgil. But what she says about this man, and I quote, she didn't realize anyone could be that pale. Goodness, did he ever wander into the sun? Naomi, white people, white people, Naomi. <laughs> she really <laughs> The, the the dragging that happens in this book is hilarious. <laughs> Naomi's thoughts are some of the funniest things. I feel like sis, you can't. I mean, she didn't say that, but you can't say that. I feel I don't I don't know how to feel about this man being that pale. I want to know how pale he's probably like vampire pale. He's probably like vampire pale, but that vampire pale man is Francis. That's Virgil's cousin. So they headed up to High Place, the name of the house. You know, old fashioned people have old fashioned things. They name their houses. Very Victorian, we use candles type house, okay? So we get into the house and we meet Florence. Florence is very rude, but she is the lady of the house. Very holier than thou type, you know? She has rules. There's two I want to highlight, but she has a rule. First, this is a quiet and private family. Do not bother Uncle Howard, which is the ancient patriarch we talked about in the summary. Uh, He spends most of his time in his room. He's very, very old, but we'll get to Howard later. He's going to come out that room. Second, Florence is in charge of nursing Catalina. So, and Catalina requires lots of rest. And Naomi is not to disturb her unnecessarily. And uh, first of all, you know I can't here to see my cousin. What you mean unnecessarily? Let me go see my cousin. Stop it. Anyway, 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 anyway. After Florence gives Naomi the lay of the land, Naomi says, okay, this is really nice. I want to see Catalina now. Florence allowed her five minutes until it was time for Catalina's medication. Catalina, so when she saw Catalina, Naomi's like, girl, what's going on? Catalina said, I am so sorry to worry you. I had tuberculosis and was such a high fever. I don't even remember what I wrote in the letter. I'm so sorry that I I worried you and brought you out here for nothing. Thankfully, because of modern medicine, we don't have to worry about tuberculosis as much or at all, I don't really, I've never really had a fear of tuberculosis. But if I last checked, going crazy was not a part of tuberculosis. But, so before Naomi can get any deeper and ask some questions that I'm asking, Florence comes in with um, with one of the maids of the house. Like it's time for her medicine and kicks Naomi, kicks Naomi out and sends her to her, her room for the for the time being. Uh I think it's pretty obvious that Florence is kind of shady. I don't know what she's gonna do. Maybe you know one of those uh characters that have a change of heart and you love her at the end, but I just don't like her right now. I don't know what's gonna happen. I just don't like her right now. Later on, they have dinner, but it's only Florence, Francis, the the vampire pale cousin from earlier, and Naomi. Come to find out that Florence is Francis' mom. That kind of just disgusted me a little bit. So when I think of Florence, I think of an old creepy lady in a house. I don't like the thought of an old creepy lady in the house having a son, because that means you had to partake in the act of making a son and God help that man. You know, it's just, uh, I don't like, I don't like that. It's just, I'm sorry for whoever got trapped into that, but we are gonna talk about him too. Naomi tries to have a conversation with Florence, you know, over dinner, as one does, especially as a guest in the house, that's what you do. Florence said, we don't talk during dinner. Remember, they're a quiet house. Mm, We don't talk during dinner. Ah, All right, whatever. And then someone says, surely we can make a bit of conversation for the sake of our guest. It was Howard old uncle Howard, right? Accompanied by Virgil, Catalina's husband. Oh my goodness. So, ah! (laughs) ha! I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Cause I haven't told you yet. My goodness, when Naomi sees Howard, she reads the man for such filth. I gotta, I gotta share it. And this is a quote. Old would have been an inaccurate word to describe him. He's ancient, his face gouged with wrinkles, a few spare hairs stubbornly attached to his skull. He was very pale too, like an underground creature, a slug. <laughs> what a reed, what a reed. A slug. Oh, I gotta call somebody a slug one of these days. Oh my gosh. Oh, you are a slug. Ah, the audacity, the caucasity. Oh my god. So not only are they a white English family, they're the original colonizer type white English family. You know, Do you know? You get me, right? You know what I mean? It's okay. I got a quote. I got a quote. I got a quote. Howard said. You are much darker than your cousin. I imagine this reflects your Indian heritage more than the French. You do have Indian in you know. Most of the mezzos here do. What the, what, what? What? Uh, you can't throw hands. You are a guest in the house. You're rejecting your cousin. You can't get kicked out. That's what I have to remember. You can't get kicked out of this house. You cannot get kicked out of this house. Ooh, baby, Naomi was the right one. But see, Naomi, she's educated, you know, anthropology, anthropology. So she knows how to talk about this little. We talk about cultures and 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 all of this. I got you. I got you. You know, I got you. He is so Howard is disgusting. He tests her intelligence. He offers her backhanded compliments, and then he talks about in um, inferior and superior traits. Just the worst but luckily Naomi being the debutante she is she knows how to handle irritating men even if they are bigoted slugs and unfortunately Howard actually likes her and that's probably the creepiest part of all this he's just like yeah I like her mm, mm, mm. disappear 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 so after dinner Naomi finally got her moment alone with Virgil to really talk about what happened with Catalina now, she has to play this right because she is an envoy for her family. Envoy? Envoy? She's she's here to speak for the family. She's a spokesman for the family. That's what I'm going to say. So, she can't be flirtatious as she normally is. She has to be very serious, you know? This is a mission. Be on your mission. So, from the conversation, Virgil has no idea what's in the letter. He's just as confused as uh, Naomi is. And he's very smooth, very nice. And they have a pretty interesting conversation. So I'm going to trust him for now. I'm going to trust him for right now. Okay. This may seem irrelevant, but I'm just going to go ahead and throw this in here because this may be important later. Let's see what happens. So while Naomi's in her room, she noticed mold on the wallpaper. And she remembered that certain molds mixed in with the dye from the wallpaper can form an, an arsenic gas, which can make people sick. So maybe that's what's wrong with Catalina. Maybe the mold in the wall is just, you know, making her sick, you know? And then I thought about, wouldn't that affect everybody though? Wouldn't the whole house be, be, be experiencing the same thing she is? But I don't know, that's my thought. Speaking of Catalina, so, When Catalina and Naomi were talking later on, Catalina made a really strange request. She wanted Naomi to go in town to this lady named Marta to get her some medicine, and she's stressed, don't tell anybody. Naomi asks, okay, what kind of medicine is it? Catalina's like, it doesn't matter, just please, please go get it, don't tell a soul. And she's holding Naomi so hard that she leaves nail marks in her arm be like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go get it, I'll go get it. I'm, I'm, I'm a little worried that Catalina might be on something because this is not the doctor, it's just a local lady. What is he smoking on? What is you on? What's going on? Are you okay? What's going on here? So this is very creepy. We don't know what's going on, we don't like it. Catalina also told her that the walls speak to her and told her secrets. Catalina warned Naomi, don't listen to the walls and put your hands up to your ears she won war- and lastly out of all the warnings lastly she told naomi that eventually she's gonna start seeing ghosts too yeah she whatever she own she own it good she own good honestly i'm thinking she's high that just makes the most sense she owns something that makes the most sense to me i don't think she's crazy but it just don't make sense, you know? Maybe her not making sense, maybe it's just crazy enough to be true. The conversation ends when the family doctor, Dr. Cummins comes to see Catalina and Naomi wants to have a word with him trying to see what's going on with her, her bill of health, how's it going? You know, as the family uh, envoy does. After this man tried to rush their conversation, Naomi's like, "Uh uh-uh, sir, I got questions, and you will answer my questions. Don't we love a woman that speaks up and don't let these men run her over? Yes, queen! Yes, queen! We are fans. We are fans. We stand for those women. She questioned the oddness of her tuberculosis symptoms, and this doctor was not very helpful, and frankly, Virgil wasn't either he was being mean and being real stern maybe his true clothes are coming off after all I don't know so again Naomi's gotta play it cool I cannot get kicked out of this house I cannot get kicked out of this house Virgil allows her to get a second opinion on Catalina if she can find one as he says you know I don't I don't trust Virgil anymore I don't trust you no more Mm-mm. Cause you showing out, you showing out in front of company. You showing out, and I don't like it. He's he's just a real snake, and that means two things. Go read the book. That means two things. Go read the book. So you remember how Catalina was warning Naomi about the walls? So that night, Naomi had a dream that something was coming out of the walls. A woman um, was coming at her and she was saying something and Naomi wanted to put her hands up against her ears like Catalina said she would. But then she realized she had no hands and Naomi woke up screaming and sweating and she had the urge to like check behind the wall, like to just to touch it to make sure nothing was behind it. So um, yeah, that's weird. That's, that's, That's pretty weird. Especially like your cousin just told you, you're gonna wanna put your hands up to your ears. Put your hands up to your ears. But then she ain't got no hands in this dream. Ooh, I don't like it. I don't like it. So, the next day, Naomi wants to go to the local town to get the doctor. Or at least to meet him, you know, talk it out. After she sweet talked Francis into taking her down there, because another one of Florence's rules that she can't take the car, she has to have somebody drive her. Hmm, okay. She got Francis to take her down there. Oh, no, 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 She got Francis to give her the car. She got the car keys and she drove herself down there. Whoa. She went down there and she pled her case to the doctor, Dr. Camarillo. And he doesn't believe he'll be welcomed at High Place because them High Place folks don't deal with the townspeople at all. Dr. Camarillo talks about a time where the silver mines, that the the Doyles owned, was doing real nice. And there were always these epidemics and everyone was having similar symptoms that Catalina is having now. A coincidence? I think not. Those don't exist. Mm-hmm, something's going on. So speaking of the silver mines that family used to have, they talk about it a lot. They are not shy to remind Naomi. We used to have silver mines and it, meant something to be a Doyle the name Doyle means something it means you used to have money but now you broke that's what it means but okay oh lord it sounds very um very old um southern white supremacist to me but okay so back to her and Dr. Um, Camarillo Naomi being a fellow thespian she convinces the doctor to come back to the house in a few days. Now Naomi goes over to see Marta when she finds out she's a local healer. She kind of reminds me of the witch from Brave, like just her description just reminds me of that. Anyway, they met when Catalina was coming to the local church when she first got there. Marta was the one who mailed the letters. I guess she didn't want the Doyle family finding out that she wrote the letters. Catalina mentioned the bad dreams and that Catalina mentioned to Marta that she's having bad dreams and she needs tea. Marta told her, no tea is going to help you because that family and that house is cursed. Okay. And then Marta tells the story of Ruth. Not the one from the Bible. They didn't get the story from church. So Howard, old Uncle Howard, had a daughter named Ruth. Who was really pretty and she wanted for nothing. But they wanted her to marry her cousin. Her first cousin. Ew. So uh, a week before the wedding, Ruth shot her intended husband, Michael. Alice Doyle, who is her mom and Virgil's mom. And she saw her aunt and her uncle. She also shot Howard, but you know, unfortunately he survived. It's so sad, right? The people who are supposed to die don't die. We just hate to see it. Um, additional trigger additional trigger warning there will also be uh gun violence in this story thank you virgil didn't die because either uh florence hid him away or ruth had mercy on him we don't know what happened i don't do the sequel either so we never will we don't know through the whole book we don't know why she didn't kill him Ruth did not want to marry her cousin because she fell in love with a local man. So, uh, Howard said we're not having that because apparently incest is a family thing. Yeah. Uh, Howard married his cousin and when she died, he married her sister and had kids. Ew. All right. So that reminds me of a book uh, called The Renoke Girls by Amy Engel. E-N-G-E-L. Oh, Lord have mercy. Go, go, go read that book. Oh, Lord. We're not going to talk about that one on the podcast, but just go read that book, man. Oh, my God. we What we talking about on the podcast? I don't know, but my goodness. Go read that book. So, back to this story. Like I said, Ruth was a local man, and after her father made him disappear, Ruth was like, we, t- we taking everybody out, period. Okay, so after that whole debacle, Florence came back married to this man named Richard. All right, he was lively. He spent a lot of time in the town. Richard was a real cool dude. But then he started telling strange stories of ghosts and the evil eye in the house. And he started looking sicker and sicker. Then he stopped coming to the town. Later on, they found him dead at the age of 29 in a ravine. And he left behind a son, Francis. Is it a coincidence that Virgil rushed off and got married to Catalina, who was once lively, but now is sickly and no longer goes to the town and is acting weird and talking about evil things in the house? I think not. I think not. So now we see more of Francis and Naomi hanging out together. And frankly, they're, they're pretty cool. I kind of like Francis. I know I just said I like Virgil and I didn't like him later, but I really kind of like Francis. He's just like, I'm here, you know, hi. He's one of those guys, you know, it's fine. Francis is uh, different than the men that Naomi usually hangs around because she says he is not physically attractive. And he talks about spores and mushrooms, but he's sweet okay all right cool I was told that this book is not romantic and I am going to believe that it is not going to be romantic let's just see what happens you know so Francis is becoming the person that Naomi can really talk about all these things with like she learned about Ruth and all this stuff you can talk to Francis about it and you know he's not going back and telling nobody so I like that we can trust Francis. that makes me feel better it makes me feel a little better I can trust somebody in this house because I don't know what's going on Naomi talks to Francis about Ruth and everything because Ruth is a woman invading her dream. But she's seeing more and more Ruth. So not only is Naomi having these really scary dreams, so not only is Naomi having these really like vivid and scary dreams, Naomi starts sleepwalking again and she hasn't done that since she was a kid. So something is happening and we don't like it. I personally don't like it, I'm not a fan but i'm in the book already too deep and i gotta find out what happens you know okay so i mentioned earlier that uh catalina asked naomi to get the medicine from marta right okay so naomi got the medicine from marta she brought it back to catalina catalina is just you know taking taking sips and sips and sips marta told her only take like one or two catalina took like three or four tell me why catalina had a seizure catalina had a seizure what is this stuff That she brought to this house that you had a seizure on. Is it drugs? I think it's drugs. I think it's drugs. I don't know drugs. What kind of drugs can you drink and have a seizure on? I don't know. Don't answer that question. I don't want to find out. If I don't already know, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. And of course, everybody is mad at Naomi for bringing this poison into the house. Oh my goodness. But, and was asking her, Naomi, where did you get it from? Where did you get it from? Naomi ain't saying nothing because Catalina told her don't tell nobody and Naomi ain't no snitch I'm proud of Naomi she ain't no snitch we ain't gonna tell nothing I don't know what you talking about it's medicine that's all I'm gonna say oh uh, my only line is it's medicine that's my only line on the script I go by the script I'm a fan of that I'm a fan of that I'm sorry I'm so sorry and then we see Virgil turning into the monster we knew he was oh my gosh Ooh, virgil actually really scared me he actually scared me and that kind of it kind of made me very upset i get where he's coming from you know his wife almost died but you made me very upset very upset i'm scared but francis whispers to naomi this ain't the first time she has had a seizure doing this stuff <sighs> okay what is catalina on what is she on what is she on francis said She did this before because she's miserable. And Catalina needs to leave and Naomi needs to leave. Apparently, Francis also hates High Place, but he can't leave. It's a Doyle thing. I don't know what that means. It's a Doyle thing and not in a supremacist way. It's like uh, he said, the Doyles in this house are incapable of love. You sound like you're going down the romance track. And you told me it wasn't going to be a romance. I'm gonna have faith it's not a romance. Y'all just happened to talk about love this one time. Okay. I know I said this book was scary, and it, it is, but oh my God, so suspense is killing me. I love it. Okay. Ooh, Lord have mercy. Through a series of fortunate and unfortunate events, Naomi asks a question to Francis. Is the house haunted? Because all the signs are there, now we just gotta start asking the big boy questions, you know? Francis tells Naomi, stop talking in Spanish. Why does he speak Spanish? Because nobody in the house but him, Naomi, and Catalina know Spanish. Everybody else speaks English. He reminded her the walls have ears. You Can't just say whatever you want around here, be careful, shush, shush. And again, all in Spanish, he tries to convince Naomi to leave. At this point, you told me to go at least twice. At least twice. It's time for me to roll out. Me and my crew, roll out. It's time to go. Period. We got to get out of here. She didn't leave. At this point, we can officially call her a dummy. You got warned twice to leave. You didn't leave. Now everything that happens, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. But you should have been left. That's what I got to say. You should have been left. I'm just going to tell y'all how to book say it because you ain't, you are not going to believe what then happened in this house. You are not going to believe what happened in this house, y'all. This is the trigger warning. This is the trigger warning. This is where we're going to talk about some some, some deeper things. Uh, Give me about five minutes. Give me like five minutes. We're going to talk about this and we're going to go on to things that are less traumatizing. So Naomi can go to sleep. She decided to go take a bath, right? So while she's in this bath, she puts her head under water. I don't understand people do that. Maybe because I got curly hair and I don't do that on wash days and I don't even like to do it on wash days. I hop in the shower, put my head in the sink, whatever I gotta do. Putting your head under water, I don't get it. But So she sees a figure. She emerges and it's Virgil in the bathroom while she's in the bathtub. So she is frozen with fear. Virgil is not, okay, Virgil's not. And he begins to sexually assault her. I'm not gonna tell you actually what he did because again, nah, I don't wanna do that to you. She finally realizes it's a dream, thank God. And she wakes up, but she finds herself in an open robe, wet and standing in the middle of Virgil's bedroom. Excuse me? What? hmm She, as any sane person would, wants to go immediately back to her room. Like, this never happened. Let's pretend it never happened. Virgil's like, no, sit down. Have a drink. Tell me what was your dream about. I almost threw the book. I almost had to throw hands because this was not okay. I'm not okay. This this should have been the warning you needed for your life. This is when you get out of dodge. This is when you bounce. <sighs> you stayed. Oh my gosh. Like, yo, this is not good. This is when we run away screaming. And the man was too calm. He knows something. He knows something we don't know. Something's going on here. That's over. That was less than five minutes, but that's over. But the book gets crazier from here. So we have a bend of fantasy and reality as we just saw in the dream. From dream to reality in two seconds flat. Okay, I'm a little worried now. What's real, what's not real, you know? Gaslighting from Virgil's predatory behind. Finally, she uses the good sense that God gave her. And she decides to leave the house. She makes her mind up. I'm going to pack my bags. I'm going to leave the house. I'm going to go. Of course, she feels bad for leaving Helena behind. But she's going to come back for her. You know? It's like when the the plane's going down, put your mask on first. Then you can help somebody else. But she ain't got her mask on. She'll get her mask on. She'll come back. You know? At this farewell dinner. Because you have to have a farewell dinner. You know? The truth comes out. They're opening back up the silver mines with an amazing and wonderful donation from Catalina. at the um, what? (sighs) Y'all some gold diggers or some silver diggers in this case, but my goodness, y'all are trash, trash people. And it gets worse, it gets so much worse. Ah, it gets so much worse. They want Naomi to go say bye to Howard. Howard? is in his bedroom so the family all venture up to go upstairs howard is laying in his bed with the doctor by his side he's naked a naked slug my gosh and he's bloated like bloated not like period bloated but just bloated like this looks not human like you know this is not good but he's alive he's alive So Naomi is physically forced to kiss this creature, this underground barman, and he transfers some kind of black sludge into her throat. I think she passes out. I think she passes out or she just has a very, very vivid vision. She, she, she's not good. She's not good, people. We're, we're not okay. We are not okay. So in this vivid vision, long story short, we find out that a Doyle from long ago discovered immortality through a native tribe, through a fungus, a mushroom, through a mushroom. So they found immortality through a mushroom. I know you guys have questions and there are some answers that I can provide. Uh, This is next level get out so you got to go read this book cuz i i can't even i can't even properly explain without spoiling the book but just know there's incest involved and there is some mind control with the help of the mushrooms but it's not exclusively the mushrooms go read the book go i left out so much go read the book i left out a lot of stuff because a lot go read the book go go read the book go read the book oh my goodness all right so i'm skipping so so much i'm skipping so much so later on francis tells her everything he tells her everything and of course naomi is livid. she's livid. i would have choked him i would have choked him stabbed him killed him some way because i called you my friend i trusted you and you left him for black if i'm too loud but i really was mad man i'm reading this book i (laughs) i was very upset people i was upset she's pissed rightfully so francis admitted to being a coward before but now he wants to help her i think it's a little too late there's black sludge down my throat now and i didn't kiss your disgusting uncle i think it's a little too late for you to try to help me oh my goodness but Francis tell her that there is still hope. Okay, so y'all remember the the medicine that Catalina asked Naomi to get from Marta? This feels like the, the tea. This is the this is the tea right here. This is the tea right here. So you know how Catalina told Naomi to go get the medicine from Martha, right? And then Catalina she had a seizure on it. That medicine was not no kind of drugs. That was actually the tonic to defeat the mushrooms that uh they have been ingesting in their food and drinks since the moment they got there Catalina knew the cure to get rid of it but the thing is she took too much of it at one time and the mushrooms and the other thing said oh no you don't and uh gave it the seizure but they found the cure so Francis is now going to tell them which foods is laced with mushrooms mind controlling mushrooms sort of Read the book, man. I can't even. I can't even. And he's going to give them a little bit of the tonic each day. So they could slowly start to, uh, distance themselves from the, the control of the mushrooms. Read the book, man. Read the book. Cause I can't spoil too much. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm really still mad at Francis, but if he's, if he can really help get them out, cool but you just so grimy. You are so grimy. They told me no romance, but here we are. Francis is in love with Naomi. He doesn't say it, but his actions say it. Uh, He said he'd follow her anywhere. You don't do that when you like somebody, you do that when you love somebody, but all right, okay. Mm. He wants, okay. So Francis wants Naomi to get out of the house. Naomi says she is not leaving without Catalina and Francis like, I'm not leaving you behind. Like, you gotta come with us. We can't have you just staying in this chaos and this mess. You can't stay here. So I guess that makes it a mutual kind of a love affection type thing. Maybe it's trauma bond, I don't know. Francis, the once shy, timid rule follower coward is uh, now the busy boy collecting supplies for when uh, they escape. Uh, And he's actually doing a pretty good job of of getting it together he's doing a pretty good job he even gives naomi his straight razor for her uh protection and peace of mind even though they both know it's probably not gonna do anything it's just good to have it and it makes naomi feel better and that's kind of the real point you know don't you just want to make her feel better because she's gonna do a lot right now just make the girl feel better my goodness so the time comes Oh, I didn't even tell you guys, I'm sorry. One of the things, oh my goodness, how did I miss this? I don't know how I missed this. I'm sorry, you guys, I missed this thing. I should've told y'all. But um, there's a wedding we have to go to. And it's not Catalina's and Virgil's. No, it's actually Naomi and Francis's. Let me tell you what happened. Uh, So <laughs> apparently I'm gonna tell you guys that uh, remember how we said that Howard likes Naomi? The house likes Naomi too. So the little black sludge thing he put down her throat, they're all like kind of connected to everybody in the house and it likes Naomi more than it likes Catalina, which is ill. But they want Francis and Naomi to get together, have babies and continue this old little legacy thing. And they think that Naomi is going to be a better person to have kids with because they believe that Naomi and Catalina, one, they have money. We like the money. And two, they think that they are more what is the word he used? Uh I guess I he said something going on, they're more durable. So much there 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 is so much racism. Just, just just, right there, we're gonna get to another day because we gotta finish this story, you know? Howard, who is still decaying, is the officiant. And she has to wear, Naomi has to wear the wedding dress of every bride before her. Like, um, no, Ruth didn't get married. Uh, the sisters that Howard married, yeah. Florence wore this dress. It was just the dress was just like little minor fixes here and there. The veil was decaying. It was just it was all bad. It was all bad, okay. After the wedding, if you can call it that, after the ceremony, let's say that. After the ceremony, after the ceremony, Naomi did her room. Apparently, her and Francis are not sharing a room right now. I don't know why. They just got married. Mm. Oh wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. Wait. No. No, no. I don't think this is much warning. Okay. You know what? Slight trigger warning. I don't know how big a trigger warning but slight trigger warning. So Virgil is in her room and uh, it's not to wish her congratulations on her nuptials. You know, he's trying to get some. Naomi's like, I gotta, I gotta stall for time. And she's like, wait. This homie take off the dress. You know, don't rip to take off the dress. So while he's unbuttoning all the buttons on the dress, why she's sleeping in the dress, I don't know. But okay. Okay. Do you? So while he's unbuttoning all the buttons, she like elbows him or rams him or something, and he hits his head and falls unconscious. She runs out, goes get Catalina. Like, hey Catalina, we gotta go now. Catalina's in the trance. Bruh, not the time. We got to go. And the the nurse, the nurse, the uh, maid somehow gets possessed, and. I was afraid of this. I didn't want to see nobody possessed. We got a possessed maid, but okay. Naomi is fighting the possessed nurse. Francis comes in. They help kill her. Dead possessed nurse. They kill her with the knife that, uh, with the straight blade that Francis gave Naomi. It actually did something. We love to see it. Unfortunately, they were caught by the evil Florence. How Florence really got them to move over there? I don't know. Maybe she had some kind of, like, mind control move this way. I don't know. They went to Howard's room. They got taken to Howard's room. He's on his last leg and he needs to he needs to transfer this old Doyle energy to a younger Doyle because that's how it works. Virgil's knocked out. I'm thinking if we're gonna go wake Virgil up. No, it doesn't even matter who it is as long as it's a Doyle male. Francis is gonna catch his energy. We gotta stop this now catalina is still in a trance and she's walking around like she on some kind of cloud fix it sis fix it you see how i'm yelling at this book that's what i did this whole time naomi's to fight uh florence like you can't do this to him da 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 florence out a gun if you know the rule of guns you know if you pull it out you got to use it got to see it through my boy you got to see it through somebody finna get shot that's just the rule. That's just the rule of having guns out. That's the rule. You have to use it. If you if you pull it out, you got to use it. So this is really bad. Frances is going to get uh, transferred energy. Naomi got a gun on her and Catalina's out her mind. Fantastic. So all homes seems to be lost. until Catalina is looking through the doctor's bag and finds his scalpel and is playing with the scalpel. And next thing you know, she jams it into Howard's eye. I guess she's out of the token place now all right sis go for it so and she runs to the door to continue to watch so naomi gets francis out of it and while she's trying to pull him away florence trying to pull her down francis jumps in long story short francis and florence end up fighting over the gun and the gun goes off ding dong florence is dead hallelujah florence is dead but we gotta go we gotta go we gotta go we gotta move now so they're trying to run out the house. They realize that Howard is still alive. Again, the thing with the house, the connection thing with the house. I can't explain it without spoiling the book. So you have to go read the book. Howard is alive. He's pissed and he's in pain. And so is the house. So they're trying to get under of the house. They're trying to escape. And this is where we see all the mushrooms. And we discover another dark truth that I will not tell you. You're going to have to read the book because I can't even explain it because I left so much out. You gotta go to find out what happened. So very casually, we hear someone say, we can't leave and neither can you. It's Virgil. Ha, huh, we knew he was gonna show up one time. You know, he had to come back somehow cause he ain't dead unfortunately. So apparently it was always Virgil's plan for Naomi and Catalina to hurt Howard because Howard had this thing this control thing, I don't understand, this this uh control thing against uh, Virgil and Francis that they couldn't hurt him because of what happened with Ruth, you know? You know, that's kind of smart to do, but I don't like how I don't like it still. Cause now he controls the house. And so now Virgil controls the house and Virgil is planning to let Howard die because he wasn't gonna die at first. If he had somebody read the book, Read the book. It's not what you think. I promise it's not what you think. I thought I thought it was one thing. It's not what you think. I promise. Francis is not gonna let nobody hurt Naomi and Catalina, and they're gonna get out and they're gonna be safe. You know, you're trying to be all big and tough. But Virgil's a big dude, and Francis is not. So they're fighting. And in the most simplest terms I can use, because I promise this is not simple. She sets everything on fire. She sets it all, burns it all, turns it all to a blaze. And once Virgil is weakened, Catalina pulls her signature move, stabs him in the eye. But this time she continues to push until he's dead. Maybe I should have given you a trigger warning for that. Okay, I'm sorry. There's more violence coming up. I'm sorry. So Naomi, Catalina, and Francis now escape the house and everything is burned. So, the three of them have to get their story straight because now they're down in the town and people are going to ask, What happened up there? What's going on? And it's not an easily believable story. I read the story and I still don't believe it. A mushroom has immortality and mind control capabilities and it was used by a mad family for generations. Yeah, no, I think you're crazy and you're on something. Didn't I say that earlier? Somebody was on something. Who's going to believe that, you know? So oh don't forget the incest and murder all they're wrapped up in one you know woo so uh Naomi and Francis has planned have planned to stay together I think it's a trauma bond, but um you know hey they're not saying they're getting married because they're not technically married they just had a ceremony they plan to be together in the future they plan a future together like we're gonna stick by each other side I'm gonna stick beside them okay and um that's the end of our book do y'all need a minute before we go further, because I need a minute, because that was a lot. <laughs> I know there's a lot left unanswered. Um, what are they gonna tell everyone? We don't know. Is Francis gonna be evil or immortal? We don't know. Is Francis gonna die because he's away from the house and everything burnt? We don't know. Is everything really over? We don't know. So, um, so uh, okay. Woo, all right. That was fun. Alright, so why do I recommend this book? I have never read a book like this before and I enjoy saying that with every vibe of my being. I enjoy saying I've never seen, read, heard of anything like this before. And I really do enjoy um, characters that I'm not typically shown. So having a fantasy horror story starring a Mexican woman in the 1950s is nothing that I've heard of before and I'm, I'm down for it. I'm all the way down for it. And um, if you wanna be disturbed Truly disturbed, Miss Sylvia got your back, all right? My favorite part is the writing. The writing is so vivid, you have to imagine nothing. She gives it all to you, clearly and crisply, crisply. I can't English, I'm still, I'm still woo! I gotta calm down, woo. But we love it, man. She really gives us a lot to work with. I like that I was thrown off. I, usually when I read a book, I can tell what's gonna happen, But with this i had absolutely no idea what was coming up and i like that feeling just like i have no control over here you i am completely at the mercy of the author and i loved it i absolutely loved it (laughs) because who thinks about mind who thinks about mind control through a mushroom sylvia marina garcia that's who my least favorite part is i'm not gonna lie to y'all i'm a scaredy cat this took me a lot longer to read than my other books because i just kept stopping because i couldn't I couldn't do it, man. I do not find comfort in horror books, and it took me a very long time to read it. It took a it took a long time to catch my attention. It was about halfway through the book where I was fully sucked in and I was like, okay, I'm here. You got me. I'm here. Let's go. Also, I would have very much benefited from a family tree of the Doyles because it's a lot of them. I need I need visualizations. Y'all thought about a lot of people and there was no family tree. I would like a family tree. Thank you very much. So moral of the story, know the family you're marrying into. You don't know what burdens they carry. (laughs) Be very careful with what you sign up for. Incest is wrong and beware mushrooms. I didn't eat mushrooms before and I'm certainly not going to eat them now. Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you. And that's the end of the episode. I am, um, I'm a little creeped out. I'm a little creeped out. But, um, I wanted to give you guys some diversity. So, for the horror fans, you're welcome. And I love you so much. That's why I did this for you. You're welcome. You're very welcome. And until next time, own your own story, retakes, man, your mind. And I will see you next time. Bye! Get your holy oil, people.